All right, guys, welcome to our podcast. Today we are doing the rise of urban cities during the Renaissance. So we got a little stuff to talk about. We're going to go over Venice, Rome, Florence, and yeah, we're going to just get right into it right now. So the 16th century is marked by the spread of the cultural movement of the Renaissance. This period is characterized throughout Italy by the general renewal of all arts. Around 1206, the famous Mongolian leader, Khan, formed the Mongol Empire, which stretched over 12 million square miles of the Pacific Ocean to the Black Sea by 1271. Anyone could travel from Europe to Asia without crossing dozens of different kingdoms that either attacked foreigners or changed their heavy taxes. Europe could establish trade routes with Asia back then like the famous Silk Road and new wealth from imports and exports came flowing in. Cities in northern Italy began fighting for independence from Germany's Holy Roman Empire. They became independent and formed their own governments. These were the first city-states and independent governments based around major urban centers. Most of the Italian city-states were, were a republic, meaning they were governed by officials who were democratically elected to represent the people. As opposed to having a king or other supreme ruler, city-states were not a part of any larger kingdom or nation. What? Yeah. And then, so basically, if you had asked someone in Venice who they were during the Renaissance, they would have said Venetian, not Italian. The urban Renaissance of the United Kingdom is the recent period of uh, repopulation and regeneration of many British cities, including Birmingham, Bristol, Cardiff, Glasgow, Leeds, Liverpool, Manchester, and parts of London after a period of inner-city urban decay and suburbanization during the mid-20th century. The most common equivalent term used in North America is new urbanism. All right, so now we're going to Grace. Um, she's covering Venice. Yep. Hey guys, um, this is Grace, and I am talking about Venice. So, Venice was founded in the Middle Ages and ruled by the Byzantine Empire. And then they started having conflicts, which caused Venice to split away from the Byzantine Empire and became its own city-state. So, Venice was a major trading center and port, and they relied heavily on trade overseas. They did have a lot of ups and downs due to trade difficulties. Makes sense. And foreign conflicts. So they also had a lot of Republican government changes. So oh wow! One government change was like they went from having families ruling over Venice to a republic, which was ruled by a doge, which was elected by the Council of Venice, and then it changed again, and then again, and then again. Whoa. But during the Renaissance is when it flourished quite a lot. It gained power and was really wealthy, and a new style of art came in, which was oil paintings. Some of the artists were, well, one of them at least, was Lorenzo Lotto. 
And I, that's it, I guess. Bye. All right, guys. So I'm going to be doing Rome. Rome had almost one million people, but people think it was about as two million high. Two million? Two million. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's a, that is a lot. For back of them, that's a lot. Yeah, exactly. That is, especially when a lot of people died from the plague. Damn. Rip. So, Rome was a leading destination for pilgrims in the in the West back then. The year 1525 was one such jubilee when the onset of Lutheranism, recent plague, and the colonial rebellion. A foreign military presence in a nearby region and completing the sack of Rome. And aftermath. Wow. In 1527, made travel during this decade extremely difficult until they made the Silk Road. This setback was only temporary and may have forced future popes to become more proactive in facilitating pilgrim visits to the city. So they allowed people in for once. Wow. The growth of humanism in the Renaissance also contributed to boosting the importance of Rome. The Renaissance in Rome occupied a period from the mid-15th to the mid-16th centuries, a period which spawned such matters as Michelangelo and Raphael, who left an incredible mark on Western art. In Rome, it was the Pope who assumed the role of artistic people. Alright guys, so that's it for Rome, and now we'll be doing Florence, Italy. Hi guys, alright, so I'm doing Florence, Italy uh, during the Renaissance. Um, so basically, Florence was known as the cradle of the Renaissance, and is still wonderfully preserved as a Renaissance city with a wealth of Renaissance art and architecture that remain the city's unique treasures. Florence was very important, though. Uh, it gave birth to the art of da Vinci and Michelangelo and many, many more um, artists. The city thrived on the art and loved it. Some say the Renaissance started here in Florence. Uh, a quote, various theories have been brought forward to account for its origins and characteristics, focusing on a variety of factors including the social and civic peculiarities of Florence at the time, its political structure, as well as the patronage of its dominant family, the Medici family, who promoted the arts. Uh, that was from FlorenceInferno.com. Uh, the government and very wealthy families supported these city-states by buying the art and investing into the churches and cathedrals, which we see today. Banks put out a lot of loans for people with the great with great interest. They used art patronage as a sort of payment of taxes to the church, a surefire way to increase their chances of getting into heaven. So, yeah. All right, guys, so that's it for our Rise of Urban Cities podcast. Um, in this podcast, we have covered Venice, Rome, Florence, Italy, and a few other things. And that's pretty much it. 
So stay tuned for our next podcast, and I hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys. All right, see you later. Bye.